start the show just want to say that tickets for our 10-year anniversary hunky-dory tour are on sale now go to watchwhatcrappens.com to get yours we're going to 21 different cities and we're kicking it off in new york city with the first ever golden crappies that we're going to have in new york it's also our 10-year anniversary show the whole entire tour is gonna be super fun go to watchwhatcrappens.com and now the show Hello and welcome to Watch Our Crappins, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to watch. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me, as always, is my work husband, Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hey, Ronnie, what's going on? Hi, how are you? I am so excited because our our work husbandship is is being joined. We have a third today. We have a third in our trio. It is actress, singer, dancer. Star, Tony Award-winning, CBS starring on, and uh, American Crime Story being on. It's Annalie Ashford. How are you? Hi, I'm so happy to be here and hang out with you guys and talk about magical things on Bravo. Oh my God, it's so it's such an honor to have you on our show. What? I'm honored to be here. Hello, I can't Stop wait. Stop it! Stop it! We've never had anyone on here who's actually won a Tony Award, so this is especially <laughs> exciting. <laughs> Yeah, or I haven't gotten Tony? mine yet. Okay. Ronnie is, I've won yeah. a future Tony Award. Yeah, oh, I love a future Tony Award. Nothing better. Yeah. For my role as Patty Lapone in Patty. Oh, I would, <laughs> I would pay a lot of money to see that. That sounds like <laughs> you I'm will ready. One day. Oh, yeah. you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the costumes I hear are fantastic. Um, but uh, Annalie, why don't you tell everyone first of all uh, what what you're on these days, what, where people can find you on the old television. All right, you can find me on the old television on Tuesday nights on uh, FX on uh, American Crime Story colon impeachment. Ooh. That's that's <laughs> the season's uh, series. And I'm playing Paula Jones. So I wear a variety of wigs and a prosthetic nose. And it's, you know, one of my dream roles. So that's happening. And then on Thursday nights, you can catch me on television on CBS at 930s. Uh, and, uh, I'm playing a girl named Gina in a show called be positive. It's about this, um, guy who needs a kidney and a girl gives it to him. And then this season, um, I, my character who gave her kidney away, she realizes that she wants to keep on, keep on giving. Oh, she doesn't have herpes. She just has, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, this this season she inherits a bunch of money and she buys, she buys the assisted living facility she works at. And so now it's a show with a bunch of legends who are of a, a, a certain really? age. Yeah, Ben Vereen and uh, Hector Elizondo and Linda Lavin came back and Priscilla Lopez and Jim Beaver and Anna Maria Horsford. It's quite a oh, collection. That's, that's Anna Maria Sorry. Horsford. Ben Vereen, ben Vereen is actually also in Patty in the future. Oh, <laughs> how do you, I mean, I, I have to I'm talk about it with him, him tomorrow. I had no yeah, idea. I'm totally be working with him soon. Oh my God, I can't, it just makes that show even more fabulous. You guys. <laughs> what an exciting collab. Um, so, but today we are here. First of all, that stuff is very, very cool that you're doing all that. And especially also the Paula Jones thing is 
that is a dream role. But um, but today though we have to talk Bravo. The, this wait. is the this is the rule. We're talking Bravo right now. So you're a big Bravo fan, right? Oh yeah, and I love that we're talking Bravo today. I was on uh, Andy's radio show last week with Sarah and Beanie. The three of us did a show together, and then I believe I will. I'm hoping I'm on Watch What Happens soon. So I just want to tell you, I love talking about all things Bravo anytime. Yes, maybe say, Emily, tell me about your boobs. <laughs> Have you gotten new boobs lately? <laughs> you know. Um, I'm always trying to talk about my boobs with anybody who will listen. I'm like, can, can you find them? I can't find them. You know, what's funny. Cause you said, uh, Sarah and Beanie, uh, I'm assuming that's Sarah Paulson. Right. And yes. a lot of people have been saying how Angie, who, uh, made a, her sort of, uh, big debut on Salt Lake city a few weeks ago. Uh, a lot of people are saying that she's like the Salt Lake city version of Sarah Paulson. I said it immediately. I almost texted her. Have you, are you watching Salt Lake? And is this girl somehow your cousin? Do you have a Mormon cousin you don't know about? <laughs> do you think Sarah Paulson, how do you think Sarah Paulson would, would take it? Do you think she'd be like down? She'd be, I feel like she'd be psyched that she'd have sort of like a Salt Lake city doppelganger, right? I totally think she would. I also think like, <laughs> she's so damn funny. I feel like she would, I feel like they should be on watch what happens together and wear the same outfit and we can see how much they really look alike. Yeah. Angie could be like a bartender, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, is she ever, what's happening? Is she like a, is she, are they doing, is she a guest star? We're trying year? to get to the bottom of that. Ronnie, you, you seem to know a little bit more about, about Angie. Well, I just know what I read on the old internet. You know, that's all, all you can really find out news about that. But people are saying that she was originally a real housewife. And that that big party they did at her house was the first party that they filmed yes. for the season. But they ended up firing her because of her views on like QAnon no. and conspiracy allegedly and stuff like that. According to the internet. Oh, according that's to the so, internet. Yeah, oh, I have no I idea if any of that's true. But none of that's on her Instagram. So I don't really know. But there must have been some reason because she was great, especially if that was the initial party. I mean, you would think that she'd take over the season and you don't see her again. Yeah, she's so good. And also, you know, we all love a good husband. And her mm. husband makes such an awkward cameo in that episode. <laughs> yes. that I was like, this is going to go somewhere great. Yeah, he was sort of he like does. perched on the side of that sofa during that whole fight. Kind of yes. like, and he tries to get in it a little bit. He does like the... Like, I'm defend my gay? wife. Like he has that kind of vibe, right? Like of people that like when you're kids and you're like, wow, is your dad gay? <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that, bro. That's um, literally what that... I was thinking. I was thinking like... <laughs> feels like is is he our gay best friend or her husband i can't tell yeah, what's happening. I don't know. we're just like a real soft spoken uh, who knows he's got like <laughs> yes. a little effeminate quality a to gentleman him. but he's like right there at her side by the fight and then he kind of tries to get in it a little like well yeah we gave you good word with angie and marco or whatever the hell or <laughs> aubrey and marco or whatever so i you know i thought he held promise too so yeah you know shame. the energy that he gave me was I am going to sit on this sofa because this is an exciting scene. And then he realized he was presenting his wrong angle, but then didn't he like knew he only had one shot to get that angle right. And he, he messed it up by sitting the way he sat. And then I felt like I saw like self-conscious, I'm giving the wrong angle on TV vibes from him. And then he was blocking Whitney's shot. Oh, yeah. there we go. <laughs> that was another part of was. like, I'm blocking her shot. I can feel the camera behind me. Should I move my head? Cheat out. Cheat out. Oh, yeah, yeah, Whitney I like had to Salt Lake City. 
Yeah. yeah, I like that Salt Lake City still has that community theater vibe about it. Like they're yes. always trying to figure it out, you know? <laughs> That's so true. There's like a, there's an occasional uncomfortable awareness that they're being filmed, but it's still like so new and fresh that it, you know, that feeling of a new first, like a first season mm-hmm. where you're like, it's going to work or it's not. And Salt Lake for me, it just worked like through the roof. You're like, yes, oh, yes. I'm in it. But um, there, I do love there's some awkward qualities. And then there's those magical raw moments that only can happen in a first season, you know, yeah, that yeah. I feel like, like happened with ones? them. Well, I was going to say everything with Mary. Mm. Anything that happened with yes. Mary last everything season. everything with Mary. Yeah. Mary. You're like, just there's something about Mary. <laughs> there is some, when she farted a couple weeks ago, yes. I was like, I feel like, my grandma came down from heaven to watch that scene with me so we could laugh joyously. <laughs> My grandma loved a good fart. Um, but it was amazing. Who just like farts? First yeah. of all, it's a really like, like it's a real, you either really, really don't give a fuck or you're so vulnerable, you yes. know, where you're just like can fart in front of people or you have gastrointestinal issues that they haven't figured out. But I just think that that was like, the next level of me loving and Mary. And then it came during this big moment where Brooks is finally getting his housewives <laughs> moment. You know, it was like in the housewife scene, getting advice from another housewife on how to confront another housewife. And she's yes. like, she, fart, she literally farted on your housewives was, drama scene. It was my favorite thing that ever happened. Also, I'm, will you guys kind of let me know where, because I don't I haven't really checked out on social media world. Where is Brooks? In his, basically, he hmm. was like, I'm not talking about my stat, my sexual status. And so yes. nobody else should be. Will you tell me what's happening there? Um, I don't, uh, it, I, don't I, I feel like it's a hard read on that one. I feel like last season, there was a lot of press. There was a lot of media attention about how he's like the first openly gay son on Real Housewives. Yeah. And he didn't seem to really push back against that. So I think everyone just sort of assumed yeah. that because there were articles that he was participating in again with headlines about that, that, that he was gay and out. But now it's like, oh, maybe he's not out. We don't really I know. We don't, I really don't want to say the wrong thing. I want to be loving to him. So I don't want to say the wrong thing. Support so his journey. Sure. It's yes. like one of those, it's like one of those um kind of newfangled law and orders where you already know who did the killing and you just have to like see how the mystery unfolds. Like we know. It's like a mystery that we're sitting around <laughs> waiting for. It's like the least interesting who done it, you know. Yes, you're just like, oh, okay. I didn't know we were there, but I'm gonna send you love on your journey. Like I'll just yes, change totally. my la- I basically yes. will change up my language because you're not that's not the conversation you're having. So I will change up my language when it comes right. to you. Well, sir. I guess a better way to say it is like you already know someone's coming to visit. And like it's really great that they're coming to visit, but you already know. And so they get there and you're happy, but you're just like, Hi. You're not yeah. like, Oh my god, yeah. You're just like, or, or you I'm already thought they were at your house. You already thought they were in your living room. <laughs> and then you realized you just set the table, but that doesn't mean that he's actually there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a yeah. surprise party that you knew was coming. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay. you know, bless his heart. You know, I'll, I'll be as just as annoyed with Brooks, no matter his sexuality. I yes. literally do not care. Yeah. Yes. And Brooks. is he, did he come out with more sweatsuits? Um, no, so no more sweatsuits, but you know, last week we did see Seth, his dad, wearing that blazer. It was it last week or two weeks ago where he was talking about how he supports his son or something like that. And he was wearing a blazer 
And the blazer had that strap that went across it from like inside one lapel and it like attached onto another lapel and said Brooks Marks. So it looks like he's going into formal wear a little bit. And by going into formal wear, I mean just like adding a little strap that says his name on it. But still, you know, God bless. It's like an H&M jacket with something that says Brooks Marks off the back. Great, great. Yeah, it's more than I'm doing. Um, How about I have to tell you, I'm surprised that I would feel this way, but I am happy that Meredith and the husband are like enjoying each other and like it's sort of fun to usually we're so used to in housewives world feeling like people get full out divorced so to see mm. them do an about face how are you I, feeling no I, I feel like this is like um that that sort of high that you get from a wedding vow renewal you know did you i don't know remember like when <laughs> shannon bedore and dave bedore yes. got like renewed and she was like yes. oh, wow we're better than ever we've never been oh i've never been so happy we he 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 bought me a milkshake and I said it was too high in calories, but you know, it was it's very thoughtful. And then the and next then episode is divorced. <laughs> and then she farted from lactose intolerance. <laughs> yeah, did. you're right. That, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why it feels a little bit different than that to me. But I hear you. I totally hear you. I don't know. Maybe I'm just So like, you're buying it. Here I think that they like getting really fucked up together. That's what I think they're that couple who like just because every time you see them, they're like, making dumb jokes. And I think that that will keep them together for a long time. He's like, like go, I, he's like, put on your rhinestone face mask and get into bed. <laughs> yeah, Meredith. Yes. And I mean, there's something about Seth that really skeeves me out. Like, I feel like. He does like the bro, the bro banter, but he always overshoots a little bit. Like he always makes like a little grosser that like the lock, the quote unquote locker room talk. He'll be like, hey, how how you guys all doing tonight? Did anyone else fuck their wives last night? You're like, oh, sad. Oh, it's just <laughs> a lot pleasant for me. Just a little, yeah. a little, a little too masculine. Yeah. I don't know. I know you can't win with us, can you? As we go through this, it's like, and that guy's so feminine, and that guy's so masculine. <laughs> um. But wait, um, I also feel like, well, okay, Mary feels, I didn't feel think I would feel this way, but she sort of feels like the MVP of Salt Lake for me right mm. now this year. Didn't think I'd yes. feel that way. Yeah, um, I agree. But so I always far. love her. I love her. I'm not saying that she wouldn't be an MVP, but I, I don't know what I was thinking would happen. But You don't um, have to be nice here. By the way, I know, I know, I love. <laughs> I, <guess. laughs> I know. <laughs> Can you tell? I'm like, oh my god, I don't, I don't want some. I don't want one of the girls DMing me, being like, why'd you? What? Um, oh, well, that's true. Maybe you do. I mean, I'm talking yeah. to someone with an actual career. I'm like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't say that. We'll just, we'll just say all sorts of crap. Yeah. I, the one thing though, I have to tell you is like somebody who comes up in my thoughts daily when it comes to Bravo Land. Want to? You know, we're like in a in a big. See, we're in a big moment in the Bravo universe because of the uh, Beverly Hills reunion. Mm. But man, oh man, not a day goes by where I don't think about Kathy Hilton. Not a day. Not a single not a day. day goes by. I mean, seriously. Bernadette yeah. version. If it was oh, the Bernadette version. Good choice. Good choice. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, you guys, I don't. how do you guys feel about Kathy? She's- For me, she's the MVP of the year. Yeah, she has been such a surprise. I thought she was going to be a dud. When they were saying Kathy Hilton was coming on, I thought she was going to like just be kind of unapproachable and uninteresting. And she has been the exact opposite. She has been phenomenal. 
a delight, well, I utter delight. For, an utter I can't delight. wait for her bitch flower to bloom in her second season. That is normally how long that takes. The second right? season, it blooms. Do you remember and... Sonia? Remember Sonia in the first season? Yes. Sonia's she first season. Put together. She didn't get drunk in front of anybody. No, she yes. was actually like so like above it all. She was just like very wealthy and elegant and glamorous. And I was like, ooh, I love this like super wasp yes. who came onto the show. Yes. And then like the next season, she was like, ah! <laughs> Dorinda too. Dorinda, remember Dorinda? Mm-hmm. First season was like kind of didn't get as drunk in front of people yet. That's yeah. always the thing. It's like right. she started wait. to show it a little in yes. that dinner they went to with Heather when she's like, oh, "You actually wait for me to come out of the bathroom?" <laughs> oh, yes. Heather. Oh. And then um, <laughs> it kind of went back in. I think she realized it and caught herself. But now, I mean, she's just loony. After her last season. Andy was like, oh, this is your year off, you know? So yeah. everyone thinks Dorinda's just going to go off, maybe go to rehab, come back all just chill. Mm-hmm. She's gone. She's, she's been crazier. Yeah, she seems more fired up. Yeah, she yeah. is. I, I, I mean, I hope that the, she comes back. I, I hope that the show takes, like, I hope New York takes, like, a yeah. year off. Would you? Why? Relax. What do you guys feel about this last year of New York? I'm curious. You know, um, I've been of the mindset that I think it was better than most people felt it was. Everyone thought it was like terrible, but I actually think if you go back, there was some really good stuff in there, but I did feel like it was uneven and they did not, they weren't really able to adapt to COVID very well. So they had a lot of these sort of group trips that didn't quite work. And uh, it was a rocky season for sure, but a lot of people were like, hey, cancel it, cancel it. But I don't think it should be canceled. No, don't can't. It's a, are you kidding no. me? It's an institution. You can't no. cancel. Also, here's the thing where sometimes I think that, that Orange County has problems because Orange County is like a beautiful place and it's lovely, but like New York City is a character in that mm. oh, franchise. That is a, she's one that of is the a women. hot take that is so correct. That is you so know, correct. Like, I think that that has a part uh, that 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 is part of why a city or a season works or doesn't work. You know, it's mm. also sort of curious to me why we've never had a Chicago. Yes. of Chicago. Has anybody ever that's, talked about that's that? That's always rumored that that's going to be coming out. But Tinsley would have been a great like person build, to start it off. Build a franchise but around Tinsley. Yeah, and it would have been out. great to watch her get dumped. I mean, oh, that's I know. part of Tinsley's <laughs> fun. Had to, right? she, then like, she would have had to have stayed in Chicago because she would have started this whole franchise. You know, oh my yeah. goodness, that would have. Yeah. I mean. It's sort of funny. I mean, who would have ever thought that Salt Lake City was going to be the new the new franchise? You you had a sense. You I knew know. it. I'm from Colorado. I'm from Denver. So we're real close to Salt Lake. And so I'm really like in tune with Mormon culture, which is fascinating to me, always has been, and mm. very specific. It's such like a niche uh, worldview and yeah. way of living. And also it makes the city really, really interesting and unique. And Park City is so different. And Salt, downtown Salt Lake is really vibrant. It has like a really cool creative art scene. And there's a really, um, I think, lovely LGBTQ plus community there that are a lot of them former Mormons who have mm. like come out and found a community of people there i think there's some that would be an interesting thing for them to find story and if they can find somebody who's kind of tapped into that world but well there I, might be someone who's tapped into that world in Salt Lake City. <laughs> you would hope you would hope because that's a great story to tell hello so you not talk about we toddler. haven't had that conversation <laughs> with him um but anyway so that that city makes sense to me when it first started i was like this is gonna be good because mm. there's lots sorts of there's all sorts of really weird religion stuff in salt lake and it's yeah. multi-pronged. It's not just the Mormons, as we've seen. So they found the great, they found such a great array of women. I, I wonder with that. Chicago, if it doesn't have like a stereotypical 
culture around it because all of them kind of all the cities sort of have something right like new york was in, in the beginning new york was kind of like presenting like stereotypical jewish new yorkers like jill zarin new jersey yeah. gave us italians you know atlanta we have an african-american cast you know in in miami it was latina so every area sort of has like a uh, like a, a geographical stereotype that the the shows kind of tap into. And I wonder if Chicago, like, I wonder if like gentle Midwesterners is just like not enough for the, for Bravo. Chicago well, is not full of such gentle Midwesterners. No, no, they're not gentle, sir. but polite. No, I should have no. said. You have a combination of like crazy wild Irish Catholic people. And then you also have um, like, you know, women who talk like that, but that's sort of like the, the outskirts, but then you have some rich bitches up in there, really mm -hmm. rich people. Yeah. What um, about Boston? Who, I feel like, like Boston would be good for that, right? Like Boston would have like some real like Boston people, some wealthy Boston people kind of getting into fights and that, stuff. They're all good. Yes, but they're fancy and snooty. Remember those seasons of, um, oh God, when they were trying to spin off Southern Charm? What was that other city that they did? Oh, Savannah. Savannah was Savannah. not. Savannah. No. Yeah. yeah, I guess you're always sort and of New worried Orleans. that it will be no. one of those. No, did they ever do New Orleans? Oh, New Orleans was great, New actually. New Orleans was interesting. Yeah, yeah New Orleans. Yeah. yeah, New Orleans and Savannah. And Savannah was like the guy who was, his dream was to make songs. Yes. And the girl who was lying about being a bad baggage handler, like she didn't yes. know the best part. She was a baggage handler. That's amazing. Commercials. Here comes one right now. Why don't we? Why don't they just do like a? I would love a New Orleans housewife. That's interesting to me. That yeah. would be really because. New Orleans is to me like New Orleans, San Francisco are also two cities where like those are cities that are also a character in your show. You know. Yeah. Also, yeah, I, I, part of what made New York, I just have to share this with no, you and my Bravo. Sorry, I'm like, get it all out. This. It's so get crazy. It all out. Part of what was uneven for me that made me feel uncomfortable about the end of New York, and I feel like made everybody feel yucky about the end of New York, was that Ramona, that awful thing that she did at that dinner, which was just yeah. so, so beyond horrific from a social justice standpoint and like being a human right now in the world, and also like being a New Yorker. Like, what? You live in New York. It wasn't just with the housewives. It was like other people. There, mm. I felt like this year there was a lot of like cuckoo directed at people outside of the cast. And that is like hard to watch. Do you know what I mean? It would yeah. be different if it was just a dinner with the girls, but it was like those other lovely people who couldn't fight back with her because they didn't want to look like shitheads. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think yeah. I think Black Shabbat will will live on in infamy for many years. I mean, there was, I mean, there was, I'm not going to lie. There were elements of black Shabbat that I thought were actually kind of amazing to watch. Cause it was, you know, one of the reasons why I'm drawn to the shows is, is watching people just act horrifically. And you're yes. like, I cannot believe people are acting like this. So I was kind of like cringing and like, Oh my God. And I was like laughing at the, the, the craziness when Ramona's like, Whoa, I wanted to be Jewish when I moved to <gasps> New York, but I couldn't be. And you're like, Oh my, and that, they were mean God. to me. They the were mean to me. I would I cry at night. She's looking at this table of black people going, I was discriminated. I, I was discriminated. You're like, like, oh my God. It's like, it's, it's like, so it's like on the one hand, just so amazingly offensive. And on the other hand, you're like, what am I watching? I can't believe I'm, uh, this is someone who actually thought that she could just, she would say this and she would garner any sort of sympathy. It was amazing in like in both but ways. But it's also just so Ramona and so why that show is good. I mean, the season had a lot of downer moments for sure, but that's going to be a classic episode in a couple of years when people can stop, you know, like being so pissed off about it. It's going to go down as one of the classics. They're going to be showing clips from that 
forever because like you're that right. girl can't I just change. Wish she... she just cannot change. She doesn't yeah. want to and she will not. And that's the world. I mean, there are people like that in the world. <laughs> a lot but, of them. Yeah, she cannot yeah. hear. She can't hear. You know, yeah. like when somebody and I love but there is something amazing and it's why Dorinda obviously has not come back. There is something amazing that in true like housewife style, like I always say like the real theme of housewives is that things will go well if you'll just say you're sorry. Yeah. You know, because when they say I'm it. sorry and let it go, yeah. they get to stay on the show. It's and one true. thing about Ramona is that she always somehow says I'm sorry. She always does. Yeah. You know, it's not good and it doesn't make anything okay, but at least she'll like repent. And Dorinda wasn't able to do that. Dorinda no. wasn't able to sort of have those moments where she realized like, oh, I was just being a drunk asshole in that moment. She like cannot do it at all. She would, she just doubled down and started screaming more. And yes. in her last reunion. Yeah. I know it was painful to watch. That part was, you were like, Dorinda, don't do it. We love you. Dorinda, oh. She, I know. she yelled, but she yelled at these seasons, I have to just repeat myself again because all of these seasons like during that I remember thinking oh my god Dorinda that's it she has she's got to go this is too toxic I can't watch it. even for me this is too much and then the next year I was like god it would be nice if Dorinda was here and then I just <laughs> I know. think of the good times and I see clips from that reunion like while I'm pulling stuff for Instagram posts or whatever and I'll just sit there and watch that reunion over and like parts of it over and, and she's being vile but it's so <laughs> funny and good and when you don't have it anymore it's like oh I love back. too when she gets drunk out of nowhere like out when they were nowhere. at it all, you'd be like whoa she took a left turn when nobody would like in the last <laughs> minute you know and all of a sudden she's there and you'd be like what the, right. when did she say let me tell you something right now. Like, honestly, that season finale, when it was, they were just filming a stupid scene of Leah saying, oh, and also to Tinsley, who's in Chicago, saying, hey, you talk about Tinsley. Do you know what I did? I went online and I found where that turban came from and I bought me one. Yes. Because that turban, she had, right? That, she had that like silver turban. I got, I got a rainbow one. There's the really fact amazing that that was her coming. last scene is just beautiful. Epic. I know. I mean, just beautiful. Who styled that her? One? And uh, when Vicky left OC, like her last scene on OC in that reunion. Amazing. Was, Fuck off! And shutting the door <laughs> in the producer's face. It was amazing. <laughs> Are you going to watch any of the, um, the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls trips that are coming out? My husband literally yesterday was like, when does the girls trip come on? I got to make sure we DVR it. <laughs> and oh, we're excited for Winter House, too. Oh, I am so Doesn't excited. it look good? We, I have been personally, we, we have been early adopters of Summer House. And I have been an early, I will say an early proponent. I don't want to speak for Ronnie because, but like from season one, Me too. I was like fully in Summer House. And we it's just too. like my favorite thing of all time. And the fact that we're going to get Winter House now and it's going to be so basic and it'll be so perfectly wonderful. It's so good. Yeah, we're really excited for Winter House and, and the girls trip. We oh, all are. Winter House. Oh, we hey. are all members of the family. Very <laughs> excited. I don't even know what we're talking about. Winter House, right? <laughs> yeah. Is this your stars. husband? This is my husband, Joe. Give me Shep. Give hey. me Shep. Is and Shep on it? Well, I know. No, no, um, Shep, Shep didn't make it. it. I have to work. Okay. <laughs> uh, wait, what's, what's, what's the soft boy who's really cool, who wanted to be a lawyer? What? Craig. Uh, Craig. Craig. So, you're Craig. Craig. See that? You can say soft. It's okay. <laughs> We're on a podcast. Is it live? 
No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but you won't be edited out. That's okay. We, listen, we've said way worse things about Craig than soft. Oh my God, sure. it's yeah. so funny. He is a little, you know, he is a little warm and soft in the way that you're like, I don't know. He can't handle too much. Well, no, in would, general, yeah. In you, he, would you ever buy um, one of his pillows from Sewing Down South? Heartbeat. I've actually thought about. I'm actually gonna. I, that's what I should buy Joe for Christmas. Joe got me a Christmas present already, but I also want like, is there a charity section like where I can be like, is this is this pillow? Did 35 percent of the proceeds go to charity? Because I don't really want it going all to the charity of Craig's trust fund. I was gonna say that I feel like Why Craig not? will. He's working. He's so he <laughs> hey. learned to sew. He learned to sew a square. He deserves his damn money. <laughs> I know. I like. I feel kind of the way that Naomi would feel about it. Like I'm happy that you're ha- doing well. Like I'm glad you finally got it together. I do. I love he, Craig. Here's I, what you need to. Here's how you need to think of it. Next time you're walking into the grocery store around Christmas time and there's a guy with the bell and a red bucket for Salvation Army, instead of giving him a dollar, you need to give him a sewing machine. Teach a man to sew. <laughs> Teach a man to sew. Teach a man that should to, be the title of Craig's book. That's his yeah. memoir. Teach a I, man to sew. I would be very concerned if you go on. I, I don't know if Sewing Down South has any sort of charity affiliations, but I feel like if it did, I would be, I would like double check that charity because I feel like it would be something like Craig, like, this is a charity because there are a lot of uh, turtles in Charleston. They get run over by cars. So we're raising money for the turtles. You're like, mm, I don't know if I want to support that, that charity, Craig. Craig, Craig. Hey, is Craig with, um, I'm blanking on her name, but she does Paige. a lot of Instagram. Paige. I love Paige. Paige is funny. Yeah. Got a good sense of humor. Quick wit, quick wit. You may not remember my name, but you will remember this outfit. And I remember that it cost me 30% less than department store prices. So good. Bing, yeah. bing, bing. Um, I just have to yeah, say, they- Craig's book is called Pillow Talk. What's wrong with my sewing? Oh, oh Pillow Talk, colon. What's so wrong good. with my son? You guys, how do you feel about Paige and Craig? I mean, we're about to find um, see it, but. You know, so first of all, I think that Paige just finally publicly acknowledged their couplehood, I think today. Or maybe no. it was yesterday. Yeah. Are you serious? So now it's a fish. Um, Great. I don't like it, actually. And I'll tell you why. Okay, I'm excited to hear why. I feel like um, I want Paige to be with. Um, I feel like she should be with like a little bit more of a mover and a shaker. I, I feel like, you know, those, the guys on Southern Charm, you know, Craig is cute and everything, but the guys on Southern Charm are maybe not the best guys on Bravo. No. And I feel like Paige deserves better. When, you sh- when they showed what they were doing on during COVID, oh my God, you know who is the worst? It's the one that's always trying to make beer. Oh, What's Austin. 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 Oh, yeah. And he's he keeps the worst. getting all these gorgeous <laughs> women in your life. How? Like, he talks his tongue. He's always like, ah. Also, what plastic surgery did the one, the blonde one, Madison, what did she have done? I looked at her Instagram and I was like, yeah, what, what though? I just saw her Instagram too, because she's doing her whole new storyline thing. She found this perfect guy and she's like showing off her ring on Insta. They get engaged? She's just like, boom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Oh, that's good. That makes me happy for her little boy. officially, right? Because she just keeps posing like that on Instagram. Like, but yeah. Her, she always finger. looks good, but I'm like, what? Okay, what, what she happened? She had a mommy makeover. What did she say on the reunion? She said, yeah, she said, like a titty I think lift everything. And... I think that she just had what I want, where you just lay on a table <laughs> and they put clamps all over your skin, all over, down your back, your butt, <laughs> and your legs, and then they just lift that shit up, <laughs> staple it, send you on your I way. want that. I want them to do that to my knees. Sometimes at yoga, when I'm downward dog, I look at my knees and I go, 
Does that mean that my growth hormone has stopped happening? That's like a sign <laughs> that your knees are sagging. <laughs> um, but knees. I feel like her face looks different to me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's hard to say. You know, so much happens in the off season. I have to say, I, I am happy for Madison because I, I mean, she, she, you know she's not innocent in their whole drama, but I felt like she deserved better than Austin. And the fact that she got like a hot fiance and also yes, like, I agree. Ent- and entangled herself. She's in danger by the way, because she did entangle herself with a rod and JLo. And I feel like if you're going to mess with JLo, you got to know what you're doing. Okay. You got to be careful. Watch out. I've done a movie with JLo. Really? Yeah. Um, was she, was she, she, her, 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 her was- skin and her skin is so so pretty up close that I was like, I looked at her makeup artist. I said, what is this about? And he's like, <laughs> she drinks a lot of water. And have you seen her mama? It's just J-Lo. Said, J-Lo. She said she drinks a lot of water. And have you seen her mama? So like great genetics and beautiful. And she drinks a lot of water and she works hard. And she's just like, it's not fair. Yeah, that she's is not fair. Really That's just not right. You work hard and you drink water. It's such bullshit. I'm not <laughs> an answer. How about that? It has to be more. Drink yeah. water. I um, think it's baby spine or something. You've got some stem cells coming from somewhere. Some. I mean, I don't know though. I think that J Lo suffers her issues. I mean, she's back with Ben, you know. And as people talking about bad boyfriends, I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't. He looks like he smells. I think <laughs> he looks. I wouldn't mind that smell. It smells good to me. Yeah. <laughs> really, Ben. Looks, in all the paparazzi photos, he's just like. Rah! Every time they show him, it's J-Lo like, I'm J-Lo, I'm Jenny from the block. And she's looking gorgeous. There's like a wind machine on her hair. Mm. And then it's just Ben next to her like. But he he could dress up nicely, you know, and he has the back tattoo is is a real issue for me. I I struggle with Ben's back tattoo. You know about the back tattoo, Anna Lee? No, I do you ever go? Do you, are you Anna Lee or do you ever go by Anna? I don't. I don't know if I'm being overly. Some formal. of my my friends from college call me Anna, and my family calls me Annie. So you can call me whatever you want. Okay, I just didn't. I wasn't sure if it was a thing. Like someone was constantly calling me Benjamin. Benjamin. <laughs> so I was like, I didn't. I wanted to like hit the right tonal. No, note. you're perfect. My name is so extra. It's a lot. Well, um, have you seen Ben Affleck's back tattoo? No, I'm googling it right now. Okay. Oh, this is gonna be exciting that you get to see it live on a it, podcast. Do we know when it happened? Um, oh I my think, god, it's oh, the fourth thing that pops up. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Oh See? my god. Does he like Game of Thrones? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It looks like the Firefox logo. Do we know right. what For it means? Me, it's the first thing that shows up in Google, like or the first Google choice. It's it also looks like the Phoenix in Harry Potter. I think What's it's supposed happening? to be uh I think oh there it is. For me, yes, number four or five as well. Oh god, it's really it's always worse than you remember when you go and see it. Do we know why? <sighs> I think middle and what age. It means? Do we know what it means? No, uh-uh. I don't. I don't think we're. I don't think there's some things I don't think we're meant it's to a know. Phoenix rising from the ashes um, was not contrary to previous statements. Fake for a movie. First glimpsed in 2015, the winding tale of the tattoo includes an almost two years secrecy and a shady dig from ex Jennifer Garner who said of the apparent midlife crisis mural just after the split you know what we would say in my hometown about that blessed his heart a phoenix <laughs> rising from the ashes am I the ashes in this scenario I take umbrage I refuse to be I love that Jennifer Garner takes umbrage also, <laughs> I, I believe that she said that 
<laughs> the response of bless my people in my town would say bless his heart is the funniest thing I've ever heard. That's yeah. amazing. That has some good, that's some high level shade. I imagine that Jennifer is, Garner yes. and Ina Garten sitting together in the Hamptons, just like looking at the pictures and be like, can you believe this? Mm, I know. I feel like sometimes Jennifer Garner says things and she also posts things. And I'm like, I think we'd be friends. Do you hear mm. that, Jen? You're out there. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention, she's a huge, huge fan of our podcast. <laughs> no. she, she loves the housewives, doesn't she? You, could you imagine if she listened? That'd be hey, so crazy. I'll, I'll try to slide into her DMs, you guys. Oh, my God. Use your, <laughs> use your power for good. Oh, my God. It's so funny. <laughs> That'd be so exciting if Jennifer Garner listened. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So let's ask you some stuff about your projects. I want to know about American Story Impeachment. Okay. Um, what? Tell me what it's like. I mean, I guess, what, what is it like to play Paula Jones? Did you learn something different playing Paula Jones than we kind of saw in the media? Because in the media, she's been pretty heavily vilified. Well, she was pretty heavily vilified at the time. Absolutely. Um, she was vilified at the time back then. And then in the last like six years, she's been really used. Well, she always was used by the right wing media as sort of a prop. And she continued to be. We all are all so, um, I think, uh, familiar with her recently from the last election cycle, the Trump Hillary um, oh right when debate that he brought yeah, yeah so that's what women. we yeah we think of her from that but when I read the first script and when I started doing research it shocked me how um, how much her husband pushed her like you know her, her main goal was really just to please her husband when she first came out to kind of tell the world about it um, and it, that was really her motive all along, which is really heartbreaking. She was just doing it for a man. And clearly something happened that was uncomfortable in that room. But I, I don't know if she would have even ever told anybody or said anything except for a couple close girlfriends if he hadn't pushed her. And it really turned her life upside down. And, and so much to the point that she changed her face and changed her name. You know, mm. it's like, I think, yeah. I think people watching the show will have a lot more empathy for Paula Jones than they ever imagined they would. Did, do you know if she's watched it or has any sort of? Yeah, feedback? she came out and said that she was. She thought that we portrayed her kind of cartoonishy, and um, that things didn't happen the way that she thought that they did. And um, really, most of all, that she was like kind of um, bummed that she wasn't asked to be part of it. But in true American crime story history, we had so much material, source material, and research that we don't talk to the real people. It's sort of yeah. like. The only person that's been the exception to that has been Monica Lewinsky for this season. And for reasons that are really obvious, that was important. And um, she's a producer on it. But um, but when she said, I just wanted to like call her and be like, Paula, people are, are empathizing with you and they are seeing your side of a story in a way they never would have. So hopefully she can see that at some point, you know, but hopefully. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then um, for be positive. So um this is so you're like the you're like the star of be positive right and have you <laughs> you're like the star no but the reason why i'm bringing that up, up is um like because your background is theater right yeah obviously because you want a tony um but um have you found that like your theater background has been um like helpful in the sitcom world oh my gosh totally it's like uh sort of the in-between land of TV, film, and theater doing a sitcom. So um, we haven't gotten to have an audience this whole last year, which has been sort of a bummer because of COVID. Um, but our crew 
surely makes up for it and they laugh at the things they're supposed to and the things that we don't expect and then sometimes that's how we find out things are funny um Uh but it's yeah it's been you know my whole life i i've you know, loved shows like The Golden Girls and Cheers. I've seen every single episode of both of those shows and many other mag- magical sitcoms that we all love, but those two especially. And, uh, you know, some days I'm living my the Arthur dreams. Yeah. Do you think you'll go back to uh, or, or do more theater work? Yeah, I hope so. I'm just praying that the theater can just continue to, you know, build itself back up. And I think people are really unaware that that is an industry that has been completely, completely decimated in a way Mm -hmm. that is really, really heart wrenching. So I'm just grateful that like a lot of people in my life have a job again after not having one for 18 months. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's coming back, baby. Bro, yeah, it's Patty, coming back. Patty the musical. I don't know if you heard. Oh my God, I can't Ronnie wait. Karam. I'll be, I'll be <laughs> there on opening night. 2028. 2028. <laughs> so funny. Working on the set year, design, man. you know. It's amazing. Well, thanks um, so much for coming to talk to us about all this stuff. You know where oh we are. God. If you ever want to come talk about more Brava stuff, we're here. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah. I'm so excited for the, um, the next three parts of the Beverly Hills reunion. How about oh you? Oh my God. Eric it's Jane. so good. What a saga. It's so good. Wait, where do you wait real quickly? What are your thoughts? Where do, where do you stand on the Erica Jane, Erica Jane situation? Me and my husband fight about this like a couple times a week, but I think <laughs> he thinks that she knew that. And I said, honestly, my gut tells me that she, the way that he talks to her, there are certain times throughout the years, but the way that he talks to her and the way that she shuts down in a way that we never see her shut down with anybody else. Those are the moments that I have empathy for her and think that maybe I don't think she could have possibly known to the extent that he was taking money from people. And I actually don't know if she really knew. Mm. Cause I don't, but, but I, I can't believe that I'm being that favorable about it because I think That's that her fine. behavior since finding all this out, she needs to like, I don't know who is so I know you're like, who is telling you it's a good idea to post some of the stuff you post? Like just have a little heart for these people who've lost everything and don't have skin because they were burned so badly. Like girl. Right. Yeah. I think that I think the public, the, the the public relations game is she's not doing a great job. I agree, but I don't know if I don't think she did it. So how about that? I mean, I look at it as kind of, you know, the the way you're talking about how he talked to her and she kind of shuts down. I look at it as kind of like a Broadway producer of her own, you know, that she's married to some 80 year old dude chomping on a cigar, like, all right, kid, let's get it going. Get in your places. You're going to get you know, so I kind of like look at it like that, where she, because she called him boss, remember? The yes. whole time on the show, she's like, he's called, he's in my phone as the boss. That's what, what Tom says, go. He's the boss. Because yeah. he's, you know, paying all this money for all those shows and this career and all that stuff. So I don't know. It's like just a grumpy, grumpy old man. I don't know, but it sure is fun to watch. Yes. Yeah, it has yes, been sir. riveting television. All right. Well, Annalie Ashford, be sure to watch her in Be Positive on CBS and also an American Crime Story impeachment on FX, correct? FX and and Hulu. And Hulu, of course. So go check her out there. And uh, thank you so much for coming on. And of course, everyone follow on social media as well. So yeah, Annalie Ashford. It's just Annalie at Annalie Ashford. A-N-N-A-L-E-I-G-H Ashford. I do lots of weird things with wigs and recipes. 
Yes, you did something with like it. chocolate and peanut butter today that yeah, really, good. really hit my pleasure Check zones. Check it out, Magic Spoon, this amazing cereal that's like, oh, I've been eating it forever. And they were like, do you eat our cereal? We like you. And I was like, I love you. I eat all your cereal all the time. <laughs> that is the life right there. Um, right. Thank you so much for coming on. And thank you everyone for listening. And we will catch you all on the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels, Dana C. Dana Do. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no Trickolis. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClellan. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nicky Morgan letters. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Better than Tabbouleh, it's Annie and Julie. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel, it's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 days of summers. The incredible edible Matthews sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell, Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking violet Kuchar. We love you guys. <laughs> <laughs>